This is past Dave's not here. Uh, well, sir, uh, I feel like a like a slice of butter melting on top of a big old pile of flapjacks. Oh, well, hope down with dope. This is past past Lovely. Um, let me get a pound of your Swedish tea bottle. Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on you, man. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> hey, yo, wait. Dude, I'm gonna check out the stars later. It's really trippy. Especially on weed, man. Are you kidding me, man? He even feels that stuff, man. That's what I'm talking about. Feels. He grew that shit up Mount Vernon, man. Mount Vernon, man. He grew it all over the country, man. He had people growing it all over the country, you know? The whole country back then was getting hot. Let me tell you, man, because cause, cause he knew. He was on to something, man. He knew that it would be a good cash crop for the southern states, man. My name is Towley. You want to get hot? <laughs> Far out, man. I haven't seen a bong in years. <laughs> and every day George would come home, she'd have a big fat bowl waiting for him, man, when he'd come in the door, man. She was the hip, the hip, hip lady, man. And she she was real cool too. She'd harvest the crops, man. That's what I'm talking about. She'd put in the in the um bushels and stuff and sell it, you know, because they had to, you know, make ends meet and stuff. I mean, they, it, what, did you ever look at a dollar bill, man? There's some spooky stuff going on on a dollar bill, man. Yeah. I mean, and it's green, too. Uh, you wanna get high? No, we don't wanna get high. Okay. Get some sour cream and onion chips. And some dip, man. Some beef jerky, some peanut butter. Get some haagen ice cream bars. A whole lot of hot. Make sure chocolate. Gotta have chocolate, man. Some popcorn, bread popcorn, graham crackers. Graham crackers, the marshmallows, the little marshmallows, the little chocolate bars, and we'll make some s'mores, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yo. <laughs> also, celery, grape jelly, uh, Captain Crunch with blue crunch berries, pizzas. We need two big pizzas, man. Everything on them with water, a whole lot of water. Uh, the dude minds. This will not stand, you know? This aggression will not stand, man. Because you know what? The musicians who made that great music that has enhanced your lives throughout the years, Real fucking high on drugs, okay? The Beatles were so high, they let Ringo sing a couple of tunes, man. And by the way, Willie Nelson is the only person who's ever outsmoked Snoop Dogg. <laughs> this is General Brad. We've reached a final conclusion on item nine. Recording live from two, count them two locations, this is Pass the Rock. I'm Patrick, and this week for episode 12, I am joined by the one and only Jacob, a.k.a. Bethke. For that 420 episode, I had to have a little Wayne intro. I like it. Um, Caesar is on his way to Coachella? He might be there now. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I was late to, or the reason I was barely on time was uh, I had to go watch a cat for someone who's currently in Coachella or in California. But I don't think it, the the concert's not till tomorrow night. Yeah, I don't know anything about anything like that. Um, but hopefully, we'll get some cool reports. From well, I know uh, we're gonna get Caesar. a we're gonna get a pretty yeah. mad report. We're gonna get we are gonna get one mad report, which you could probably guess if you know anything about anything happening with Coachella right now, but we won't spoil the whole bit. Um I like that. I like that. Yeah, he'll be back he'll be back next week and then we'll all be back together for for more fun, uh to move forward with the uh head coach fight club pit and all that. Um but this week you got me and Jacob. Uh so we'll uh, we'll kick things off a little bit with some uh uh, Dallas Stars playoff update stuff. Uh, if you are, are unaware, they are playing against the Minnesota Wild in the first round right now. They lost game one, uh, double overtime at home, uh, kind of a heartbreaker. And then game two, they just came out and put it on Minnesota for the full the full 60 and and won soundly. Um, Jacob, do you have anything immediate you wanted to 
mention or ask about for those two two first games? Well, I want you to explain to me uh, how it happened the first game because uh, I your boy tried. I had been watching a lot of sports that day, and when the second overtime happened, uh, I just said, nope, I will find out in the morning. And it wasn't good, but uh, um, it was a good game to watch. Like I enjoyed it. I think I got to see most of the second period, and then I finished whichever basketball game I was watching and then got back for the overtime period. Yeah, it was, it was mostly... Mostly good hockey. Yeah, obviously you hate to see Pavelski just go down and be be done for who knows how long. Um, this is not his first rodeo with concussions, so uh, you know, just obviously him him getting right mentally is way more important than having him out there. Uh, but still, uh, losing losing a guy is is tough. Uh, as for the the late times, I don't know why the NHL staggers the way they do. Uh, I heard somebody propose an idea of. You know, you don't really have the national audience that the casual national audience like basketball has that'll mm-hmm. tune in for a, a Celtics game and then stay for a Lakers game. Yeah. Um, so they probably should gear some of this more towards the regional audiences. Um, but they're, yeah, they're trying to stagger it nationally so everyone can watch as many games as possible. So the game on the West Coast starts 30 minutes after ours does. Well, I can appreciate that because the NBA is definitely not doing that. Um, and I would probably stay up for some of the NBA games and stuff. I just didn't. It's not I feel sudden, like they used to do that with the first round. I think that they try, but they also, I think you also have to remember, and I, I don't know if hockey is this way, but there's also like a lot of duds or like what I'm watching right now with Philly and oh, no, Brooklyn where it's kind of like, this is competitive and fun, but like this is probably a sweep if the Sixers are healthy and focused. Yeah, we'll get you'll get your <clears> swoops, <throat> but I don't feel like there's ever a time there's this whole series that's an actual dud. Most often, unless a team, some teams do just fall apart, and that will happen from time to time. But really, even in the first round, one, especially because it's not a true one v eight, really. You know, they do the weird top three from each division, and then there's like two extras. It's, it's yeah, it's still interesting all the time because if you made it that far through the season, you probably have a good enough goalie to keep you in any game. Well, they uh, look like both goalies got their ass lit up um, game two because I got to tune in for parts of that game <laughs> only because that game was hilarious as hell, apparently, because I, 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 I was watching it. I think it was, um, oh, fuck, what was it? So I think there was a four, it was four one when I turned the game on. Yeah, and that would have been right about the time. Immediately, where, uh, Minnesota it goes the other way. Interesting. Yeah, I'll be honest. I was, starting, I was starting to doze off right before Minnesota scored those two goals. That shot me right back awake. Um, and then I just hung in there for a little bit, and I was like, "Cool, all right." Yeah, cool. I mean, it was it was kind of obvious that the stars were going to come out and just really lay it on them. Uh, really really be aggressive on the forecheck, uh, put shots as many times uh, towards the goal as they could because uh, they didn't really do that at the beginning of the last game, and that was obviously the most important message, and they, they took it and they ran with it. Uh, Minnesota, they to their credit, you know, they took all those punches and they brought it right back, but they just can't, they can't keep up offensively. They're missing one of their top six guys right now, one of their uh, centers, I believe, uh, gotcha. who's one of their top, one of their top point points guys uh so even with him they kind of struggle offensively uh so without him that's tough and the stars finally put some five on five goals uh obviously game two started with rupe's shorthanded goal which is super fun uh but frustrating the wyatt johnson penalty was really bad uh definitely something a young guy does in the playoffs and hopefully he learns to never do that again hopefully he didn't learn the wrong the wrong lesson from the shorthanded goal what is okay so i don't know what the hell well, you're talking about was shorthanded goal, and I'm confused so, about a lot of <laughs> offense and hockey, which I'm is glad that we did this because literally my notes are was our dude cheap shotted, and do we not have some goon to take care of business in retaliation? And two, um, what the fuck is offense and hockey? Because I'm so confused. Okay, let's start with how. So if you do commit a penalty. Um, so in this case for game two, the first penalty the Stars took, 
Wyatt Johnson hooked a guy, so that means he used his stick uh, and just literally hooked a guy. As okay, if, like, yeah, okay. Yeah, imagine yeah. like you're pulling someone off stage with a thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that kind of hooking that is not allowed. Um, right. So then he goes to the box. Um, so now the stars are shorthanded because they are less one man on the ice for the two minutes for that penalty. Right. Uh, so if you score a goal, then that's a shorthanded goal. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm with you. Okay. So on a power play, if the offense, they're the, the team on the power play with the man advantage, they're up 5-4. Uh, if they score, that ends the power play and the guy gets out of the box, you're back to even strength, 5-on-5 five five hockey. Uh, but if you score a short-handed goal that does not end the penalty, the penalty continues uh, for the next uh, face-off at center ice there. All right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the, the hit on Pavelski, that's obviously the talk, uh, the biggest talk from the first two games. Uh, it's legal by the definition of all the rules. Um, you don't like to see it. What The thing that bothered me the most is the guy in the box with a shit-eating grin when Pavelski's obviously just fucking hurt, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. I get, I get you made a cool hit. You feel cool about it. You're like, I don't think that was a penalty. But you have to have a an awareness about the situation. I feel like that was the only thing that really made me mad. Um, it's, it's an iffy play. You know, obviously if Pavelski doesn't get hurt, we're all looking at that much differently. Uh, and it's hard to, it's hard to remove the emotion in real time like that, especially for the people in the arena who aren't going to get to see the proper slow down every single angle that we're seeing at home. They have, they have no chance to know what really happened there. Right. So we don't have a goon to retaliate with. I mean, not not really. No one really has goons, per se. I mean, Ben is kind of our goon, but he's also our captain. Um, so he he made himself uh, very present in game two. Uh, if you watch, if you go back and watch highlights of all his shifts, he's throwing that body around everywhere. Uh, that's kind of always been his thing. Obviously, when you're older and older, it's tough to do that every single night. You just can't bring it like yeah. that. Um, but that's kind of his bit. Um, Sagan filled in for Pavelski on the power play, and we saw an immediate result of him getting a deflection. Uh, one of the more fun deflections I've ever seen where it goes off the back of the bottom of his stick and then between the, the goalie's legs, which is called the five hole. If you ever hear that term, that's what that means. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a chart that you can look at that shows you the different holes, but the only one they actually talk about is the five hole which is between the legs. Or nutmegging in soccer, if you will. You gotta penetrate the five hole. Yes. Yes, always always good to penetrate the five hole. Um, but overall, I think Minnesota's happy to get out of there with one win. I think the Stars don't really mind. They're one of the best road teams in hockey. Uh, I think they kind of proved over those two games that they're obviously the better hockey team. They just have to get, get the puck in the net, you know? And that's what the playoffs are all about sometimes. Uh, that's the struggle they had last year a lot. Uh, the offense has improved significantly. Uh, in game one, we still saw those same struggles of great opportunities. They dominated uh, overtime, both overtimes, and just couldn't couldn't get it in. Um, there's there's going to be some talk about why Minnesota chose to switch goalies from game one to game two. Uh, the ESPN broadcaster, I forget his name, Um I don't watch a lot of ESPN hockey. Um, he was uh, he threw out the theory that it, it had to do with they kind of knew what Dallas was going to be bringing in game two, and they didn't want their young goalie to just have to deal with that. They just thought, you know what, let's just wait till <laughs> let's just wait till you can go back home. And things <clears> come <throat> down. He, I mean, he set a franchise record for saves in a playoff game. I th- think overall, maybe even it might have just been for a rookie. But I think it was overall for Minnesota, which obviously they've only been around late 90s early 2000s something like that uh but still so should yeah. the fans be allowed to wear the north star jerseys it's a that's a weird one i don't i mean it's like minneapolis isn't rocking I, laker jerseys <laughs> not it's not the same at all because they care way more about hockey they call themselves the state of hockey they gave themselves that name um it's that's interesting fair. you'll hear if you ever look at any discourse between stars and Minnesota fans. There's a lot of, uh, fuck Norm green. Who's the man who moved the team kind of, uh, I think 
the way I, the story was told is like he just kind of sent a letter to everybody telling them, "Oh, by the way, pack up your stuff and move." We're heading to Dallas. Yeah, uh, which I can understand why they'd be very upset about that. So I don't begrudge their their animosity there. Uh, yeah, and for me as a Vikings fan, I kind of it's a give and take for me. So because <laughs> I've just been living with that my whole life, also. No, that's fair. That is fair. I mean, it's how these franchises things work, you know. I, um, I'm glad yeah, I mean, that they didn't learned, win anything. We just learned today that the A's are. <clears throat> The A's are likely moving to Vegas unless this is the biggest uh, right. bluff of all time. Well, I think we knew that was coming. Possums in the walls, duct taping the sidewalk. Sadly. Yeah, it was a lot like, yeah. yeah. The fans Sorry. were going to show up to pack out the arena just to prove that it wasn't them, <laughs> which I appreciate that. Interesting choice of uh, going about it, but I appreciate it. It's not like you're spending a lot of money and putting a lot of money into their pockets and their decisions made. Yeah, and the league wants something in Vegas anyways, so. Well, and I don't know if you read or saw it or whatever, but it did say that it seems like the city of Oakland is pulled out. So it it does seem like it's... Yeah, yeah. They haven't been able to get anything done for so long now that... What I saw said that they weren't using... They said that the A's were not using good faith. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't fully know. That. I haven't read up on that situation. I just kind of hear about it every couple of years that it's not going well for them to get a new stadium, which is what they wanted. Uh, and I'm kind of torn on how all that works. Uh, people made fun of Bill Simmons' bit for where he said billionaires should pay for their own fucking stadiums, but there's part of me that's you know agrees with some of that uh, to an extent. There's a happy medium, I think, now, and that's the president. Probably. But, yeah, we could get into it. There's an interesting documentary about how the Ranger Stadium's funded. Ooh, and some okay. of the... Uh, some of the uh, yeah, some of the back back working afterwards to to not have to shell out as much money. That, that might have been agreed upon and pass that back on to the taxpayer. But mm-hmm. Well, Arlington is a super tax, so I'm not surprised either. I digress. Um, yeah, so the Stars heading back to Minnesota tomorrow night. Uh, so before we're back, they're going to play games three, four, and five, I believe, before I talk to you again. Um, Ooh, so so a lot series over. Uh, it could be. I doubt. I don't know if I doubt it. It's it's just impossible for me with hockey. All these teams are so good, especially especially this year. I feel like every team is. Every team's competitive. I mean, even the Bruins lost. The Bruins lost to the Panthers like seven to three last night, um, and the Bruins are the best team that's ever been in the regular season. So, yeah, dude, hockey seems like it's that difficult because every year I kind of just try to watch. And everyone's like, "Dude, the Stars have a chance this year." They're like, "Oh, they're pretty good." You know, maybe they just snuck in, whatever. And, and I'm just like, okay, maybe. And I just watch this, and it's just so chaotic, man. I just it literally <laughs> is. It's kind of anxiety as a sport in my mind because I'm just like it slows down the more you watch it for sure. I feel that. I feel that, and I'm sure that people look at basketball feel the same. Basketball exactly the same um, way. Yes, I I'm I'm very like that with certain. There are certain teams that play some offense nowadays. Though it's so much isolation that it's like okay, yeah. Nowadays I don't know anymore. It's goddamn, dude. It's so I I've I have been on a man. I'm just I'm just worried. I'm just. Maybe just it's small sample size because I just don't watch a ton of games, but I see a lot of isolation basketball, and I'm just sick of watching that. But anyway, it's it's yeah, I think it changes. It's still in the playoffs a lot, but then that can kind of get <laughs> varied depending on the teams. But yeah, there's just a lot. I think isolation will always still end up being. Uh, you might do good, score good, but you're still kind of mediocre to probably never winning a championship. Yeah, but I mean, I understand why. It's, <clears throat> I understand why people want to say at the end of the game, just let your best player do whatever. But in my head, I'm just thinking like, well, you got a whole game plan. Like, keep doing the things you've been doing. But, but that is a good segue because I've been trying to understand. That's why I said I am still confused. So with basketball offense, um, I there's a lot of variation. So I'm sure it's the same in hockey. But like. I always take Phil Jackson's uh, quotes about the Bulls and I kind of laugh at those the most because I think they're dead ass true where he was like, I manage the Bulls well because I 
because for 90 96% of the time or 44 minutes of the game, I control the Chicago Bulls. For four minutes, the last four minutes, Michael Jordan controlled the Bulls. And it was kind of one of those things where I don't know if I've ever if, if I've ever really understood basketball simplified it as simply as that, like the way it kind of works. But he was dead right because it was just like Michael kept trying to do it all for 48 minutes. But he realized that if you get the team thing, you give yourself a chance and then that guy pulls it out. And there's a lot of philosophies to why that's also not the best thing in the world. But I just always crack up at how you think about that. So with hockey, I'm like, you have so many guys attempting to score at all times. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's kind of what I was gonna say. It's, it's a little different just because of how they space out their time uh, playing. The rosters, you know, the roster is significantly larger as far as guys who are playing that night. Um, is some of the philosophy just a fucking pepper spray? Oh yeah, just <clears throat> just throw that fucking just throw that motherfucker at the goalie, and either if you have guys lined up in front of him, he might not see it, or you'll get a deflection. Right. Uh, or maybe maybe you get a rebound and someone standing around there can throw it in from there. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of it is pretty simple. Now they do have set plays, obviously. You know, like for faceoffs uh, in the zone on a power play. Right. If you win this faceoff, you know this guy's going here. I'm going here. Buck's going here. You know, just like you have in basketball for timeouts and stuff. That's all. That all exists. Um, there's there's a couple different philosophies, although now you have to kind of run a, a mix of everything. The, the old school that Lynn, uh, 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 oh my god, Bones. What was Bones' name? He was our coach for like two years. I don't remember his name already. Uh, but, <clears throat> well, um, unfortunately, he, Bones Barry or just, Bones Highland are only Bones I know. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll remember later. It's uh, 420, that's my excuse. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he run what they call a a more dump and chase offense, which is where to enter the zone uh, and not be outside, you just throw the puck in as far as you can to the back wall and then just go in there and try to win it. Uh, Versus, uh, Sure, but it's just not a successful game plan anymore if that's what you're going to do because the whole league is too fast for you just to get in. Like The defensemen aren't so slow that you're just going to get around them anymore. No, that Um, makes sense. I mean, it's literally, it's basically fast break offense. So you can still do that, um, but you just want to mix it in with, you know, skating through, uh, passing over the line to get in, stuff like that. Uh, so there's a bunch of different ways. A lot of offense is based on entering the zone and then where you're setting where you're setting your two defensemen in the offensive zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then how you approach... Uh, I'm just trying to remember from my playing EA NHL days... Uh, you know, you can you can set up, you know, you, you have your forward set up in different ways across the net. Um, sometimes you'll play behind the net, depending on, you know, who you have out there. Uh, yeah. You'll be trying to throw things out from behind the net, that kind of thing. There's all kinds of, you know, just like every every game, there's offense and, it, and it's fluid, obviously. Um, so sometimes it is a lot of reactionary, just trying to make something happen. Um, but when given the opportunity, you know, when you're skating the puck back from your defensive zone all the way through into the offensive zone, uh, you're going to try a little bit more to set something up there. Like, yeah, because I mean, I mean, I start to see some of it, but I guess it's just not as clear. Yeah, me, um... yeah. if you I would I would say just play the freaking EA NHL game a few times. Uh, I used to back in the FIFA. day. I don't remember the last uh, one I had. Maybe 19 was the last one I had. But even that had probably that's... been a couple years since I bought one before it. It's tough for me now because they don't release it for PC or for the Switch, and that's the only two things that I have to play games on. I have a PS3, so I can I think I can get up to NHL 14. <laughs> the um, PS3, I love it. It's not, yeah, it's a it's a hand-me-down donation PS3 that someone just wasn't using. So honestly, I hold on to that. I haven't shit, done anything though, that's with nice. it, but yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, there are games. There will be games I'll want to play someday, like NHL 14 or maybe some NCAA 14. Uh, the last I wish I still had every game. game system I ever had, honestly. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm pretty upset I don't have my original PlayStation. I do still have my Game Boy Color, um, which is nice. I would still bring that big boxy PS2 out for NFL Street right now. NBA Dude. Street, all of it. 
my GameCube. That's probably the thing I miss most. But the cool thing about Nintendo, obviously, is they're like, oh, you can just get all those games on the Switch and you can just plug a GameCube controller in and here you go. Yeah, honestly, those have all been good. Um, they just don't make them broad enough, I feel like. But they've gotten better. I ne- may need to search more. And honestly, PC is great if you have PC. Just yeah, for pretty much everything really. except for NHL. Uh, there's a couple of other games <laughs> I don't port to PC, but if you wanted to play Madden in 2K, you definitely can. Um, yeah. Dawson, you know Dawson. He plays uh, our friend Dawson, who might listen to this. He plays <laughs> he plays a lot of Madden through Steam. Oh, fuck yeah. Madden's... Dude, Madden is... I can't play Madden and like have... Like good cholesterol and shit. Like that game. Well, I think actually... he 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 mostly just does like franchise building teams through draft stuff. Fuck like yeah, he I love does that. manager. He does manager stuff. He doesn't really play the game a whole lot. But when he does, he kicks my ass every time because I don't know football that well, and he can just look at what I'm. He he knows what I'm running, and then knows how to move his defense, and I I'm just gone at that point. For yeah, no, honestly, I I feel the same. I'm good with basketball most times. Um, but those games are kind of t- difficult because, like, <laughs> the Achilles heel is uh, my good friend London Porter, bro. He would get, he would always beat my, the shit out of me because he would just pick a post player and he knew I wouldn't be patient. <laughs> he would just go down Uh-oh. there and do the fucking dream shake let, to me, and he just. I'll let the defense be AI if I need to to let myself have a chance. But sometimes my I have key, to. I learned. I think I learned around like. <laughs> NBA Live 2009, that really all you got to do is find a good three-point shooting team, and the math's going to work out. You're probably going to win. Well, nowadays, that pro- you probably wouldn't be lucky there, because <laughs> now that everyone makes the it, game... It worked, up to, it worked up to 2K21. I think that's the last one I have on my computer. That as it. long as you just... <clears> as long <throat> as you got your three-point team, and you know, how to, you know how to play defense, I guess. You still have to play defense, yeah. I'm always going to be a defense and transition guy um, because I know those two things always be there for me. I'll fucking full court press your ass in 2K. Like, I'm about to play. These guys have to play. Dude. They're not playing another game tomorrow. What are you talking about? They're running. <laughs> I'll set high screens all day long. I'll set screens in the backcourt, bro. I'm insane. <laughs> you think Lucas sets a lot of screens for his offense? You're, you haven't seen my shit. If you're playing against me, you're in the bonus almost immediately because I am just hand checking the fuck out of everything, trying to steal every pass. I'm you trying go to the, your passes. You got to get the '90s sliders. <laughs> I've never, I've actually never in any game played around with any of the sliders. Dude, uh, people are actually. I now I suggest it with sports games. We've gotten way off topic, right, but this is actually a really good ending point because it's still sports. Kind of like doing like TV settings and stuff. Like it's probably best not to run the factory sliders on the game. Yes, dude. These people are so smart on YouTube. Uh, I was trying to play. <clears throat> I was trying to play around, and I was trying to play with Austin Reeves, and I kept missing this dude every three point, every three pointer, wide ass open shots. Man, I'm creating. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because he's got this hitch to it. And you go to the thing and it says Austin Reeves. So I'm like, maybe I'm not the only one. Especially as a fucking Laker player. I'm like, maybe I'm not the only one. So I go to search it. And of course, they're like, yeah, yeah, that's all stupid. And it's like animating like Aaron Gordon and James Harden and Candace Parker with a like animation on it. And it turns out like and it looks the same. And then now I can actually hit it because there's not this weird ass hitch in the shot. Nice. That's smart. Yeah, dude. So some of that stuff is interesting. You got to look it up and just double check 2K because I think they focus hard on some guys. But then like if you're an Austin Reeves or whatever, they don't put that time into you because like he doesn't even have a picture. Right. Because they didn't know who the fuck he was start the season. So, yeah. Some of those sometimes they just sense. are lazy. But yeah. Check the I sliders. Know, uh, I know that they introduced that in Super Smash Brothers on like the Wii U. That you could go into each character and like adjust their stuff, which is pretty cool. Okay. okay you can make yeah. you can make someone stronger, you can make someone weaker. Might as well. I mean that fuck g- shit up. That game is way too well, below. I, was, I got mad because in the GameCube version, Luigi was fucking so dope. And then in the very next one for Wii, they were like, Yeah, we can't make Mario worse than Luigi, so we gotta we gotta nerf Luigi a bunch. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I, I'm terrible at that game. I, I'll play, but I'm always just going like, to find like, some stupid like shit it. and spam it. I'm just a wild card guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. 
Yeah, I've just always grew up with people who would always beat me. So my goal, because there was like three of us, and you know, you play with you three and a computer. So my goal was just to beat the computer, and that's all I wanted. <laughs> that's that was my skill level. But it's really just like always it. I different. The, I think the Nintendo Party games are one of the best things in the world. I think Mario Absolutely. Party, Super Smash Bros. It's it's insane. Mario Party. Don't sleep so on cool. Mario Party. Yeah. Mario Party is a hell of a time too with with family and friends. Yeah, it's just all fun. I like fun. Uh, the the soccer game they had on GameCube Strikers, incredible. The new one, not as good. They kind of they kind of made it less fun. But the one on GameCube, if you never get a hold of that, that is one of my favorite soccer games. It's just like FIFA, but you can hit people and you get items. It's Mario Kart, <laughs> but you know, soccer. Uh, okay, fair enough. All right. Um, yeah, so the stars, just, I don't know. <laughs> if you have anything else, I'm going to cut a lot of this down. So do you have anything else you'd like to say or ask about hockey or the stars? I feel good about it. I feel there? good about it. No, I'm, I'm going to keep watching, um, keep tuning in the best I can as long as uh, my uh, schedule and uh, playoffs allow. <laughs> yeah. I can dual screen a few times, you know, we can get creative. <clears throat> I think we got 5.30 on Sunday. I don't remember. I think tomorrow's another 8.30, which means closer to 9. It's also nice uh, that I can just watch the stars easily without you streaming it illegally because they're on national television. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not... I am not doing anything illegal. I don't think. Maybe. I have to, I'd have to read further. I probably shouldn't make any claims that I'm not not sure of um but yeah so i like i said before the playoffs i'm confident the stars should at least win the first two series uh i still feel that way uh this is the i've ever been in any of my teams outside of you know 2011 rangers 2009 texas longhorns those might be the top two but well that was that got depressing fast yeah most of my teams are win stuff the spurs are different i don't know i just like it's just different because all my other teams it's like every year it's like let's hope and pray uh but with them it was a whole different thing so i always kind of uh spurs had the formula yeah Yeah, perfect they were they were what the red wings were what the patriots did for a while the braves and yankees kind of done yeah every time i say this i don't ever want it to be disrespectful but it's true they were the most selfless team in the most selfish era of basketball and I think that is the most overarching reason. Beautiful beyond game. like individual credit. Yeah, they're obviously <clears> they're <throat> really great individuals, uh, but that only worked because they worked together for well enough to get it, to get it done. No, for real, and I really don't think enough people appreciate their team success. Basically, forcing the hand of NBA <laughs> talent to begin to start to play together, you know. Like they they were really the thing where it was like your guy you guys are gonna have to actually start getting together and learning how to play basketball. Your talent isn't just gonna be enough anymore. And obviously that ties significantly into the international game. Um, and they're yes. they're bringing that forward, not being the only ones, but they're being the most successful version of bringing that forward. I guess for, when you grow for up at least when you grow up without basketball, Jesus you end up having this different mindset about the game where like guys like Drazen Petkovic are the best player you've ever heard of or, or uh, what was his name? Uh, the Brazilian guy who's like a superhuman legend for them. Um, I can't remember who he is, but basically every spur would jizz themselves talking about him uh, if, if we asked them. Um, so there's like, you know, foreign guys, uh, Sabonis' dad, like just people who are otherworldly outside of the United States. And of course, we are so blind because so, almost all of our basketball culture comes from basketball Jesus. So, Well, we didn't know until, what, 2004 that the, that the world actually had decent basketball players. Yeah, maybe a little sooner. I mean, I think it's it's really Dirk, right? Dirk and Powell kind of come out the same time. And well, okay, like, I, are like, I was oh, thinking okay. as like the casual, casual U.S. audience didn't yes. realize not that well, we lost no one thought that they could team up and do anything yeah no one thought that they would actually build teams that were competitive yeah yeah at that point but the the truth was not close at all because they had really been killing us back in the day whenever it wasn't nba players 
Um, but that was also kind of unfair. Um, <clears throat> either way, uh, yeah, so global outreach for everybody. I don't know how we on got that to that note, part. On that note, we'll get to the first place Texas Rangers. Yeah. Do people in Actually, Japan love the Rangers? Can we sell, can we get in Japan quickly? Um, <laughs> I do know that one of my one of my friends went to teach in Japan uh, uh-huh. right when we had you, Darvish. And so when he asked uh, them what two things they know about Texas, they said you, Darvish, and hamburgers, I believe. Um, which is okay, a good yeah. list. I'm, I like that list. Yeah, I'm proud of Texas for being you, Darvish, and hamburgers, and not some of the things that I'm sure Texas is known for yeah, in a lot of the say country. a lot worse. So, <laughs> so you, Darvish, and hamburgers, yeah, sign me up all day. All day. Uh, uh, no, I, where are we going? No, uh, I don't actually, range. I don't actually know what their what their popularity is in Japan now. Um, We've already fumbled that bag, major. so I think we need to um, multiple times. I believe we, um, there maybe. What if there's a trade for some sort of superstar? I don't. Yeah, plus we're just gonna keep doing no it. I'm sorry. We're doing. You're fine, but we're we're doing great right now. So. I'm, I know that's why strike while the iron's hot. We don't have to play those games. Yeah, they might they might want a lot. Um, I'm I'm ready. So the Rangers, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Rangers are just still hot. Um, first first place in the division. Uh, I think second place in the American League right now, or have the Twins? Nope. Yep, still second place in the American League. Uh, Twelve and six. Uh, great great start. Three games up on the division. Actually, three and a half. Um, three and a half games up on the Angels and the Astros. Uh, as I said, pre-show to you, the Astros, uh, a little bit of a slow start team. Uh, the Angels, I don't trust them for shit, so I don't. I'm not worried about them, even though they have the two best players in baseball. Uh, they're just notoriously underachieving franchise, so we'll go with that. Um, I don't um, know if you've gotten to watch any of the games. No, I'm mostly, I'm, I am, well, I'm watching highlights and I'm watching, um, I get my bar, I get my updates, uh, during the game, um, at this point, because like, you know, it's, this is a little too much minutia for me to be, to be grinding. Um, no, it's early, but it is nice to a like, lot. I like baseball as like, it's not like football. I don't ever want to be alerted in football when scores are happening and baseball. I like when the lead changes and I get a score. I got an update. <clears throat> it's a little bit better than um, most sports. Like obviously, you did that with basketball. That would be you would be fucking. It's, you'd be a criminal. You you need to immediately go to jail, being buried beneath <laughs> jail. Um, so like, uh, I just I've been doing it that way. Um, but I was very happy uh, to see that I could happily say that the Astros can suck my nuts. Uh, I know there's many games to be played. But at least to start, they can suck my nuts. Um, that's always a good feeling. Um, and my follow-up, is it true that there is a weak AL uh, this year? I saw I saw people on Twitter saying it's weak. Um, potentially. it's. I would just say it's still too early. Um, I mean, the, the National League has some really good teams, obviously. Uh, the Dodgers, Dodgers are incredible. They just put together an incredible roster every year. It's really not fair. Um, the Mets are still going to be really good. Yeah, it's... I don't no, know. It is losing, fair because one day we're going to be the Dodgers. And I mean by <laughs> next year. I really hope so. Please, Ray Davis, please. Um, it's time to put Texas baseball on the map. Where else are gonna, people going to be... Way too proud and obsessed over baseball in modern America than Dallas, Texas. Plus, all the rest of our franchises keep dropping the ball. I was just thinking more about why people would think the AL's weak. And I guess I can understand there's a lot of unproven teams kind of at the top right now. And that's probably what they're going with. I don't think anybody trusts the Rays at 14-3 and to actually be that good of a team. Fair. Um, it's an incredible start, start. <clears throat> and it's like notoriously bad to start that well. So we'll see. Well, bad as in you won't win. You won't win a title typically when you start that hot. I'm gonna be the naive not, one. Not that you have a bad season. But. 
And I'm going to say that the Rangers are not going to lose another sure. baseball game this season. Another one, Sildenia won 56 and 6. That would be incredible. Yeah, that'd be <clears> something. <throat> and then if you don't win that title, that's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to anyone ever. So I honestly think you wouldn't. I think in especially that's, in baseball, right? Like you just like eventually that's worse all of your luck Patriots. would be gone. It's worse yeah. than the Warriors. I feel like there's ever a sport that I want math to be on my side. It's fucking baseball. Ugh. Like, let me just go ahead and get my bullshit out during the regular season. Let me hit a stride during this part of the season. Um, but yeah, um, no, I mean, I don't have a ton on the, on the team. Uh, there's no other major injuries, right? Uh, no, DeGrom, DeGrom took himself out after four innings the other day because his wrist didn't feel good, but it all sounds like it's fine. Um, so that's that, superstar move. I mean, it's just, again, it's early. Who was the Royals? Uh, Dane Dunning came in and finished a one-hitter at that point. Uh, he gave up one hit. Dane Dunning did. Um, yeah, it was a, a great game. We absolutely kicked the Royals' ass this year already. Five games? Six games? Yeah, but, it has been a lot uh, of Royals baseball. <laughs> and I think we, yeah, we're done with them for the year, so now it's time to play some better teams. Is kind of what, I'm, <laughs> what we're hoping for. Uh, see what the team actually looks like against uh, maybe a more major league lineup. Although I say that, and you know, tomorrow night we've got the soon-to-be Las Vegas Athletics coming to town at three and sixteen. So Ooh, turn that up. might not end well for them. Well, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad to see Marcus Simeon uh, hitting some some balls. Yeah, he's he's actually he's actually been doing very well the last couple weeks. Uh, Good I was wishing it to you. I manifested with, that. With Seager out, yeah, with Seager out, you definitely needed him to step up. I've been manifesting that one. I just feel like I like that name a lot. I feel like I like the potential there. I still need to get my Beltray jersey because ultimately that's the most important Ranger. Then there's probably Elvis Andrews for me. And after that, I, I you know, it's a long, long time before someone's going to be number three. You know, I don't know who I need to be three because I don't have a lot of emotional attachment with the other guys, you know. Yeah, I've got a bunch, so it would be tough if I was really trying to pick a jersey because I actually don't have one for them. It would be Rusty Greer first, and then after that, it'd be tough. Yeah, I can't Probably do any Pudge. old heads with all due respect to Rusty old Pudge. Heads. Yeah, it, yeah. One of both of those guys from the, old, <clears throat> from the, the 90s days. Um, and then Ken- I'd probably grab Beltre. Kinsler was my dude. Kinsler was definitely my Kinsler's dude. Kinsler's cool. I, like Kins- I do like Kinsler. I'll, I'll uh, still always guys, remember what so. he said. So I'm not buying the jersey. Yeah, yeah. It's bygones yeah, be bygones, but I'm not buying the jersey. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's um, yeah. To me, it's got to be El- it's got to be Elvis or uh, Beltre because Beltre, I think Beltre almost single handedly kept me involved with baseball after 2011, just because I was like, this player is. I need to watch this player every time he's at bat. This is fun. Yeah, and the alignment of that's when Nelson Cruz probably started doing some kind of steroids, and then <laughs> Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton figured his life out for a couple of like months at a time, and hit a good it streak. Was, uh, Vlad Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yes. Or Vlad, Vlad Guerrero. So Vlad yeah, Guerrero Vlad. was just smacking balls off the ground into the into the stands. Yeah, it was a really fun time. That was a really really good team. Um, yeah. And Elvis, I just appreciate and, how long Elvis hang, hung in there with us. He's kind of my Michael Young. He was really good, man. And especially defensively, his range lasted a while for a shortstop. So, I think that's think that, um, that'd be where I'm at on that. That was an aside, just thinking about how I need to nab a jersey. Yeah, and so if you, if you noticed, we didn't name a single pitcher in any of that talk. Um, so that's kind close. of the story this, kind of the story this year. Um, so I'm gonna rattle off some stats at you to try to impress you on where this team's at right now. Um, mm, numbers. Yeah. Uh, so strikeouts per nine innings, kind of obvious what that means, right? Mm. Okay. Uh, Rangers are right now seventh in the league with nine point four five. Um, I believe if I was able to pull that down to starters, they pull up to like the top five. They might have dropped down to six or seven, but. 
uh, I can't do that immediately right here. And I forgot to, I forgot to do that earlier. Um, so I'm just going to go with including the bullpen, uh, bullpen, 945, seventh in the league, um, which is incredible because the Rangers have never had that before. Uh, all, they might have had one guy who could strike some people out, but they've never had a full staff that's just actually getting people to swing and miss at a consistent rate, uh, which you know saves you fractions of a run per game probably, uh, but that's over time runs that you need to save uh, that they've never saved before. And it's a uh, sexy as, stat. I don't care. I, K's are sexy. That's that's like I think that yeah, that's what people are, pay for. That's why yeah. that's why pitchers are paid so much money. Like, come on, uh, like, that's we what can't people want to see. I don't want to see a guy who like Colby Lewis. Respect the hell out of that dude, but like he was so boring to watch pitch. <laughs> I'm a little different <laughs> on that just because because of how much I love the game. Uh, so anyone anyone who commands the game, I don't care how you do it. I'm down to watch that. But the strikeout is the sexiest way to do it. Uh, just like yeah. the home runs, the sexiest way to score. Uh, it's awesome to bunt and then steal some bases and all that. But that's why I thought Derek Holland awesome. would have been a superstar. You know, I was like, yes, <laughs> throw it, throw the fucking chaos, throw your chaos energy, brother, do it. <clears throat> <laughs> and then. Um, Another stat that's pretty easy to wrap your head around is just the batting average that opponents have against us. Um, right now, 229, uh, eighth in the league. Again, something that's just not ever really happened for the Texas Rangers. Obviously, we're only three weeks in or whatever, but it's even this long in, we've never looked this good. Uh, so those are just some ba- pretty basic stats just so to kind of give you an idea that this is a different team than we've ever had around here. And it's incredibly exciting, uh, especially for those of us who really do love the game itself and have always just gotten to watch half half of the game with the Rangers, which is the <laughs> offense. Yep, the Power Rangers. Uh, full team ERA, which is earned run average, uh, which is kind of the most uh, base level stat you'll see. Uh, for pitching staff, uh, Rangers again eighth at three forty nine. So, like I said, top ten in a lot of these, a lot of these team stats, uh, including the bullpen, which is incredible because that's just hit or miss every year. What that's going to look like, it feels, it seems kind of like kickers. It's just you just don't know what you're getting year to year. That's fair. Guys can fall off quickly. Three point shooters, like guys, yeah, it's just some years, some years you just miss some yeah. shots, and then all of a sudden you look a lot less efficient. Yeah, and the yips get to your head and all that shit. <clears throat> all right. Well, yeah, I don't want to bore you too much with a whole lot of stats. It's been fun watching this Rangers team. Uh, it's incredible that Josh Smith has gotten hit like eight times by pitches already, yeah, including that one to the face. I, it's just weird that, that some guys <laughs> are just magnets for it. I don't know how that works. It's He's just a tough does. guy. I guess just, you know, as it is a game of numbers, just if you look at something long enough, everything's going to happen. So for him, it's just getting hit by a whole lot of pitches. Oh, wear protection, brother. Yeah, no joke. Those helmets uh, could, could probably save, save you losing some, some memory. Um, I'm not so yeah, too... coming up, like I said, oh, you're good. I said I'm not. I'm just gonna say I'm not too proud to uh, say that uh, that was a big part of the reason why baseball and me were never gonna see eye to eye. Oh, the fastball coming at you! I that motherfucker hurts. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I I played catcher, so it's like you just yeah, it's just part of it. <laughs> And I'm taking elbows to the face, boxing out, or going for rebounds. It's yeah, it's different. It's just different. I feel like I can protect myself from elbows. (laughs) Well, but you're not. You're also not really anticipating. You're not anticipating it, though. You're anticipating a pitch, and then all of a sudden, it's like it's very different. Yes, Uh, different uh, mindset. Oh, the rain. Nice, cool. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna leave that in. So the Rangers have uh, the A's coming up, followed by the Reds, who are kind of a bottom of the NL Central right now, uh, seven and eleven, middling around under five hundred. 
then the Yankees come to town. Uh, we'll be recording, likely, during Rangers-Yankees uh, first time of the year. They're 12-7. and 7. They're always good. They're going to be good most of the time. So that's going to be a four-game four series starting uh, a week from today. All right, bring the skanks. We're not the uh, strangers things. this year so far. Oh, man. Saturday night, Rangers are doing an Arlington Stadium replica giveaway. And that is... <clears throat> Arlington Stadium is the first one that they built in the 70s. Oh, I'm aware. I have some 90s. great pictures yeah. of that. My dad said that he never paid for a ticket to go to that game and went to many. Doesn't surprise me. Um, it was he was way, way, way too big and hot and terrible from the looks of it. I never got to go. Uh, I think I was three whenever they left that place. But yeah, that's cool. Um, so yeah, uh, again, early, early on, just looks really good, and it's incredible given what the last few years have looked like that you're just seeing any of this. Uh, light somewhere at the end of some kind of tunnel even though it's really far away well progress is progress i wasn't asking for a title this year but i might demand it anyway i get carried away with these things um no i mean that's the but thing. for now the i'm astros, just happy the, the astros are going to play better at some point this year just expect it yeah. so best case they don't and worst case they do and you just gotta be ready to take a few punches and see if you can keep up hey, and no. that's what this year might be is just let's see if we can keep up uh the mariners, always a run your race guy the mariners, mariners could also kind of come up and do stuff and sure the angels do have the two best players in baseball so theoretically the angels could also be a problem yeah if they demand too much in a trade or don't want to get it done quickly and quietly <laughs> <laughs> all right um i was dumb i thought the nfl draft was tonight so i got i thought i was going to get to make a bold statement about how we don't care about the draft and we we're going to cover it but my guess is we're probably going to talk about it next week um, <laughs> well, so now, I don't get to be, now i don't get to be contrarian oh guy. no am i gonna have uh, to find out bajan that the cowboys traded up for bajan on live or that the eagles or that the eagles get bajan I see, but that I don't know which one's worse for me, because hmm. it's yeah, like it's I, I I really love Bajan, so I don't want him to be an eagle. But like I get the tenth overall pick or whatever. But I would I would kind of argue for it for them anyway. I I'm excited, but I don't know anything about anybody other than the people I'm already emotionally attached to because of where they paid college. So yeah. Good luck. And that will conclude Will our McClay. pre-draft coverage. <laughs> um, <laughs> Will McClay, well, you know what we need. Uh, Go get it for me, bro. bro. I, don't take don't listen to Jerry. Note. We'll uh, pass the rock on over to you, Beth Key, for some of uh, your NBA talk that I Oops. don't want to spoil. So how you? I don't remember all the titles. So yeah. That concludes part one of episode two of Pass the Rock. Join us in part two where Jacob will talk about basketball and all that. Thank you. Bye. Take a seat. Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hey. This, this is, is Pass the Rock. Smoke weed every day.